Um, yeah, so for tequilas, out of the distillery, the straight out of the distillery is the Blanco. That's mm-hmm. why it's clear because it's straight out of the distillery and they bottle it. And uh, then you have a reposado. So they put them in barrels for about, I think, like three to six months. It's okay. considered a reposado. And then an añejo is like, uh, I think after one year, one year to three years is considered an añejo. And then three years and up, it's extra añejo. Extra añejo. Yeah. And those are your, your sippers. And do they put them in barrels the same as they do with scotch? Yes. Uh, some they use, um, some use like whiskey barrels or yeah. whiskey barrels or they use French oak or American um, oak, uh, you know, it just depends on what, what it is and they give it like these uh, different types of tastes. But uh, anyways, man, thanks for coming out. Yeah, super excited. Yeah, this is uh, the fourth episode of the Sergio Morris show. That's and, amazing. Uh, I'm sorry I did you the first time. Nah, you're good. <laughs> I'm really excited about this one. Awesome. Um, but yeah, right now we're sipping on some Código Origen, which is an extrañejo. And, uh, it's so good. Away. It doesn't burn. Yeah. That, that's, that's a good feeling when you're drinking chip tequila. Freaking burns. It burns your nose. It burns. Even when you smell it. The alcohol. You can smell the alcohol. And it burns your nose. Yeah. 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 And. You know, for a long time, I, you know, when everybody thinks tequila and everybody thinks, oh, a shot, you know, you just have to take shots. And that's what I used to think. I, I didn't know. Um, and usually when you take shots, you take maybe a blanco or a reposado, things like that. But I didn't know that these extrañejos, they're more of a sippers because they're, you know, you can really taste, you can taste, it. taste the actual agave and like all the other. And this one has like a... Sl- like a spice to it uh-huh. that I really, really like. Yes. You know, like in scotch, just because I collect scotch whiskey, there's different types of scotch. You have the one with like super smoky and peaty and and the other ones that are very, very smooth and different regions of Scotland. Uh, but with this one, you can taste the spice and I really, really like that. Yeah. It's a little bit smoky too. I don't know if yeah. you taste kind of like um, smokiness, yeah. barrel, you know, almost... Almost kind of like a hint of, of a whiskey. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people just don't don't know that these type of tequilas exist and they kind of shy away from like, oh, no, tequila, no. Like, that's only when I'm taking shots I'm and taking I'm trying shots. to get fucked up. Or yeah, anything. for sure. So they don't really understand that, you know, they, these kind of good tequilas exist. And I was like that. And until, so you know, the, the lady that I used to work for, funny story, I don't know if I ever told you. I don't think so. She she called me up one day and she was like, hey, uh, can you bring me one of the, the Código de Añejos? Uh, would you mind bringing it over to, to this restaurant, you know? I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I go and I take it and she's like, do you want to try it? And I said, sure. So she pours it in like a whiskey glass. Yeah. And she pours and pours and I'm like, oh my God, that's the biggest shot I've ever seen in my life. And she gives it to me and I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, cheers or whatever. And I drink the whole thing like a shot. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, No. And she was like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not how you you drink this. You know, this is more of a like a sipping tequila. For sure. And from that day, she basically taught me like this is how. And you just took a shot of a $50. $50 Basically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
but um yeah from then on you know it's just i love i love sipping sipping yeah. on tequila yeah no it's good so i go for work i go to a lot of different conferences and a lot of good restaurants and really good bars and my boss i was telling you he's a huge tequila collector and he has probably over 30 i just told him to send me a picture of all the collection that he has and so i was the same way as you i see a tequila i was taking a shot you know i'm <laughs> used to that you know you see tequila like round of tequila for everybody take a shot and then you just yeah. smashed and he was like no you sip this tequila and sometimes he gets on like a bigger glass like a wider yeah uh, and they're different uh, and he was just telling me like smell it put mm-hmm. a little bit in your mouth put it behind your tongue sometimes and yeah depends, and breathe in when you have it there and you get different taste of it you know like okay this is just too complicated it's just gonna just shut it out yeah yeah you you would think so right yeah yeah and i mean these kind of glasses are kind of like that like what you said but they're just they're smaller yeah a lot smaller but they have that uh, like tulip ship uh shape so basically to um you know you, you swirl it like this and then you smell it take it in and then oh, that's good dude it is so good yeah man i love it it's i might be a little bit biased you know to the band to the brand sure. but I, it's my favorite one it's my favorite one um and then I want you to try this this other one after this. But what about the white bottle? The one, the white one that one, the one right there. The, I saw that one, and then I saw a similar one, but it's black bottle. Yeah. So is it Clase Azul? No, it's Clase Azul. Clase Azul. Yeah, yeah. So that one is actually a reposado. Okay. But you can sip it. It's very, it's very smooth. Got it. It's kind of sweet. It's very very smooth. The black one, I think it's a uh, the extra añejo, yeah. but I mean that one's like thirteen hundred dollars. No, or I know crazy. it's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you go to a bar, you do see that bottle. That bottle, uh huh. Like a bars and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's very popular, probably. Yeah, it's very popular, and I mean even those right now are 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 kind of hard to get, and they're going up in price. Yeah, and then Don Julio, you Don't. hear about Don Julio. Don Julio, 1949, 1942. That's the one. I don't see the number from here. but Yeah, that's the one over there at the left. Yeah. Um, and we can try that one too as well. Uh, it's good, man. And so they have this other one called Don Julio Real. Okay. Which is their extra añejo, right? And that one I didn't know about until my boss, because that his, that's his favorite tequila. And... That one is a little bit more expensive because it's like their highest end sure. one. It it runs about four hundred bucks. I'm like, man, I really want to try this one, but I just never had the chance to. And it turns out that they got discontinued. They got discontinued, and right now you can find them online, some places that still have them, yeah. and they're selling them for like a thousand dollars. So I called up my some of my family members in Mexico. I'm like, really? hey, like, would you guys? See if you can find this tequila. Save it. Yeah, they found then, two bottles. Oh, they and did. You, yeah, they did. And if you you know convert the money, it's only about two like two eighty per bottle. But they, in Mexico, they they almost don't have any anymore either. Yeah, so you need to. 
So, but Drive, right now, Drive to Mexico. They're stuck back. right now. Yeah, they're stuck right now over there because they can't ship them. No, for some how reason. you how you ship it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. You probably have to pay a tax or somehow. I mean, I don't think you can ship alcohol that easy. I don't like think liquid so. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, right now I have a couple of bottles down there that are stranded. And is it the same as whiskey that it doesn't go bad until it opens, or once it opens, how long is the the life of it? Um, I don't know, but you know, I, my dad has some bottles at his. He has a pretty nice collection too. Um, he has some bottles that they've opened years ago, and they still taste they still the same? T- they they taste fine. Uh, I'm sure with opening it and get like you know some of that oxygen that goes in there. And yeah, stuff, I guess it, it depends changes. on how much liquid is on the bottle. Yeah, yeah, um, but. I think you know they they hold their pretty good. Yeah, they hold pretty good. I think. Um, yeah, I haven't yeah. had like a super bad experience with tasting one of you know one that they opened a long time ago. Yeah, and if you're gonna leave this much on a, like a little tiny bit, just yeah, might that might be different. It. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I haven't really gotten into is mezcal. That was a whole. That thing is a whole another beast. Why you mean? I want to try mezcal. Do you have some? What does it I don't taste have like? Any. It's just, man, that one is more, it's stronger in my opinion. It's the one that has, usually they put a worm oh, at yeah. the bottom. Yeah. Or a scorpion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any here. But is but it different because they make it different? It, it's a different process. It still comes from agave. Okay. It's, it comes from this uh, the agave plant. It's just a different process than, than, than tequila. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna go to a bar somewhere and like I wanna try mezcal. <laughs> I want to see the warm. Yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, man, it's 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 pretty cool. I uh And once you get into the collector stuff that you start like buying and collecting and trying different ones, you kind of it becomes a ho- like a hobby. Yeah. Like, exactly. You know, like you're so passionate and looking at different bottles. I was getting the same into whiskey and scotch, right? And then you go to YouTube and start watching a bunch of videos of it and different yeah. <laughs> And So like, I want that one. And you're like, yeah, I don't want to pay 500 bottles. For, I know, because it, it yeah. gets expensive, yeah. especially like these kinds, you know, like the other ones, the Blancos, the Reposados, they're good, but they're more for like shots or mixing with other drinks, you know? So, but I re- I'm, like, I'm really into like the Añejos right now and the Extra Añejos. And it's yeah. just like, man, I really want this one bottle, but. 400 bucks i don't know i man. don't know if i can spend <laughs> i i think my most expensive scotch i think is like 180 yeah 200 and i'm like oh yeah yeah it's it can get expensive real quick yeah really quick really quick yeah yeah you so, might want to try it first see if you like it and then maybe and then maybe yeah, yeah. and just and because like you say you start watching all these videos and you're just like oh my god i want oh that one god. i want that one yeah. i want that one yeah but i think we I think the best part of collecting is that time process. For sure. You know, because yeah. if, if you just go out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars in, in scotch, all different kinds of scotches. It's like, okay, well now I have all these scotches that I don't even know what they taste like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So maybe, maybe one every couple months or something like that. It, it'll keep, it'll, it will keep growing it'll grow. and you keep enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. The way I did it. So once I got into scotch and, that's when I started my, my new job. It was like four years ago. I said, and I'm in sales. So like every time I close a new deal or get a new client, I'm going to get a new, kind of like a way to celebrate. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go buy a bottle. It doesn't matter 
eh, how much it is, the one that I want to pay. If it's a big client, then I'll spend a little more. But if it's a smaller client, then eh, get a cheaper one. But eh, So I've been collecting them that way. Yeah. Eh, it's kind of like a way to celebrate. Yeah, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's a good good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But then you drink them and then you have to replace them. I'm like, oh, crap. I know. Eh, it was a nice <laughs> collection. Now I, I drink them. Yeah, but that's, that's one thing that I told my dad. You know, he had, my mom got him this bottle that says it's Don Sergio uh-huh. tequila, yeah. right? And he's like, oh, yeah, like I have this one. I'm not going to open it. I'm like, well, it, it's not, it wasn't a very expensive. Te- it's like 40 bucks or something yeah. like that. So it, I'm like, open it. Try it out. And enjoy. if you like it, enjoy it. You know, I'll come with you. We'll, you know, we'll sip on it or whatever. And if you don't like it, then... You don't like it, but if you like it, at least you know what it tastes like because yeah. it's not going to do you any good if you just have it there, never open I it, never open and it. you never know what. Uh, and maybe having like a good bottle of tequila, right, or scotch or whatever that is, that I'm talking about that super special, expensive. Maybe on special occasions you can yeah. have like a little sip, yeah, a, a little a little glass, you know, of something, you know, like you have a new a kid, you get married. You have yeah. a new job, whatever that is yeah. to celebrate. Enjoy that. If a new not, podcast. A new podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't care because, it, first of all, you know, you're one of my good friends and whoever I invite, they're pretty good friends. And I want to enjoy that's. Yeah. I want to enjoy this moment with whoever I'm speaking with yeah. and enjoying good tequila. Yeah. Good tequila, good conversation. and Yeah. I always have the same conversation with, with my family. And, you know, we always talk about enjoying life. We only live once. Yeah. Right? Eh, you can be rich, but you're not going to take your money to the grave, right? You, once you die, you died. And you, if you didn't enjoy your money, then it's gone, right? You just died. You, right. you never know what's going to happen the next day. So that's why I'm saying enjoy life. I know people worry about so many different things. And, and I'm like, we just live once. Yeah. Just enjoy life. You don't know what's going to happen the next day. Eh, if you enjoy tequila or you enjoy scotch and you scotch or you enjoy playing soccer or whatever that is, enjoy life, dude. Like we only live once. Just why is it that worry about a million different things? So yeah, if tequila is your enjoyment and your hobby, go for it. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, totally, totally, yep. totally yep. agree. Um, there's this one drink in from Argentina that I've only tried once. Fernet. Fernet. Yes. And oh my God, man. Well, you should have let me know. I should I, I should have brought some. Well, yeah, I didn't think about it. Um, but man, that is strong. <laughs> I guess it, it is strong. So you don't drink it straight up, right? You could drink it straight up. Uh, and a lot of Italians, I mean, it's an Italian drink. It's not Argentinian. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know so that. So it's Italian. It's made in Italy. It's not made in Argentina. It just became very, very popular in Argentina. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and it, it's made out of herbs and a lot of different plants and stuff like that. So it is kind of spicy. Like yeah. it feels like spicy and herby. And so, yeah, you take it straight up and it's like licorice. You know, like it's, 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 it's not, it's not fun. Like licorice? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Very, yeah. But the way we drink it with Coke and a bunch of ice. So uh-huh. you put just a little tiny bit, like one fourth of something and then the rest, uh, Coke, Coca-Cola. And a lot of ice, and it's so, so good. Really? That's the way you drink it. I wouldn't not be able to drink it straight up. Well, yeah, I think the problem that day was is we were in California with Pacha. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a bottle of Fernet, 
uh, I didn't know about it until that day. He's like, oh, yeah, this drink from Argentina. And like he just, and we were just drinking it straight up. Oh, my and God. man, like it, it was like you said, it had this very like licorice type yeah. taste and herbal. I mean, the, the color kinda, is black. Yeah, it's straight it was, black. It's black. Yeah. yeah. And it had this herbal taste too, kind of like um, it gave me a lot of hints of uh, or notes of yeah. um, uh, like spearmint. Uh, but yeah, strong man. I think strong, it has a, strong, a mix strong. of over forty different herbs and wow. plant-based stuff. Yeah, uh, they say like taking a little shot of like a tiny shot. Yeah, uh, after a meal is very digestive and it helps with digestion after a heavy huh. meal, and that's how Italians were intended to drink it. But once you know, in Argentina, we have a lot of Italian, a lot of Italian descent. And I think that's how we got to Argentina. And then somebody said, like, oh, let's mix Coke with it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, this freaking tastes so good. Yeah. And, uh, and, that's, and it's stuck to it. So now, like, all of young people before going, before going out to a club or whatever, they, that's all they drink. It's they Fernet. don't drink yeah. beer. I mean, we do drink beer, but not as much. We, we, they drink Fernet. And they call it Fernando. The, the, the Coke... Coke and Fernet, instead of saying, let's have a Fernet and Coke, they say, let's have a Fernando. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. yeah, that's my... And, and, and then, I like that. Like a bunch of companies, they try making it mix already together, but it tastes completely different. So they sell the Fernet with Coke in a bottle already, like already mixed, but it tastes completely different. Yeah. You have to have the actual Fernet bottle mixed with fresh coke open yeah. with the bubbles and stuff kind like of that. like those micheladas that they sell at the mexican store yeah. kind of like pre-made already all you have to do is add the beer yeah and no. it tastes like shit no. like, you know yeah they're not good they're not good same as like i tried once it was like whiskey and coke or chunk daniels and coke already mixed i'm like oh yeah this is those awful. aren't good no, yeah no, no, no. Yeah. yeah um so you have uh your family they they're like your grand grandparents from italy italy yeah. yeah, so uh, four of my grandparents, uh, three out of four, born and raised in Italy. Okay. One, uh, my grandma, born in Germany. And that's oh, why wow. they're like, oh, you have blue eyes and long hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. So um, I did that 23 and me a couple of years ago. Uh, and I don't know why I did it because I knew where I came from. But he <laughs> uh, said, a hundred, no, 99.9% European with eighty-six uh, percent Italian and thirteen per- thirteen point something German, like oh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. So <laughs> uh, I think it was a waste of money. But um, but yeah, all of Italians. Uh, my grandpa is one of my grandpa. My mom's dad is still alive. He's uh, he did part of the school in Italy. Oh uh, wow! And then my mom and my brother just became Italian citizens. Oh, they did wow. like the dual passport and dual yeah. citizenship. So they have the dual. I haven't done that yet. What about the language? Did that like completely get lost? The, ta- the Italian? Yeah. No, my, my grandpa speaks fluent. Uh, yeah. I, I understand a little bit because of him. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. But more or less, it's kind of. It's very similar. I mean, it's very Italian and Spanish. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's why Argentinian accent, the way we speak in Argentina, we have a lot of slang from Italy in a way. Uh-huh. Uh, more than the rest of Latin America is because of that Italian uh, culture and stuff. Yeah. I think. So in, in Argentina, is it, obviously there's a lot of influence, right? Yep. From Italy, but obviously Spanish is the one that, yep. that won ba- yep. uh, the language. Uh-huh. Um, 
is like would you say that it's still more spanish uh heritage or a lot of spanish descent descent uh, yeah yeah a lot uh, but italian is heavy and german is heavy too uh, some jewish but i'm gonna say italian is very very heavy yeah italian. is there some like areas where it italian like the language no 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 we don't have that like kind of like here like the little Italy or uh-huh. no, we don't or have Chinatown that. Or, no, no, yeah. we don't. Oh, okay. We don't have that just because they are everywhere. Yeah, they are everywhere. Okay, uh, and I think they came between. Most people came between World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that time, from those 20, 30 years, they moved to Argentina. Okay, uh, I don't know why Argentina. How? So, um, from like those people moving from yeah. like say World War One, World War Two, how is that? Um, obviously, from from the perspective of Axis powers and the Allies and like what was going on in Germany yeah. and it, Italy, you know, how is that? Um, we have a story here in, in the United States, and we have like our our way uh, of viewing how the war went and how like. How is that different, and or is it any different in Argentina of how like it's the war went, or like you know what it, I mean? Yeah, I no, it's exactly the same, but Argentina at that time during the World War Two, right? Uh, we had a, a military government, uh-huh. so it wasn't a democracy like here uh, where you vote for the president. We had actual military, like in Italy, it was the same. Chile was the same. Uh, part of Spain was the same, right? With mm-hmm. Franco. Mm-hmm. But so in Argentina it was the same. We had the president that nobody voted. It was just power based. Uh, so they were supporting a lot of. And Argentina became kind of rich during that time because we were sending a lot of food, a lot of stuff to different countries, including Germany. Yeah. And Argentina, uh, after the war, took a lot of those Germans. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's why we have so many Germans. Uh, in Argentina, so we kind of protected a lot of those Germans, uh, or the government did. Yeah. So. So it was more of a governmental thing, of because it, it, it was like 100%. a military-based uh, government. So they're just like, yeah, like well, yeah, we, it we, was. Yeah. It wasn't more of like the popular. It was more of the the government. Yeah, and I don't know if they had a deal or what. You know, we were not part of the war, and we didn't support either the U.S. or the rest of the war or yeah. uh, Germany, but we just. We stayed from behind, but then at, after the war, we took a lot of those Germans that they were doing bad things. Yeah. And you probably watch movies and you're know, like, oh, yeah, Hitler is in Argentina or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? He's hiding in Argentina. But uh, I don't think so. But a lot of other ones, I, yeah, a lot of other ones were. Uh, and Brazil did something similar. There's yeah. a and bunch even Chile, of, right? Yeah. There's a bunch of uh, Nazis. Uh, I mean, they died by now, but they were in hiding in Argentina with yeah. different names and different things. And I think there's a a little town in Chile, I forget what it's called, Esperanza or something like that, that it's basically like a little Germany still like to this day. We have the same. Yeah. So we there's something similar. Uh, there was this huge boat, uh, a German boat. Uh, you can read stories called the Graf Spee. And... It was fighting a lot of different other boats, English boats and stuff like that, and went to Uruguay, and uh, it sank. It sank by the coast of Uruguay and Argentina. And all of those people 
left and they went to this little town in Cordoba, up in the mountain, and they built this amazing town. Uh, I can show you a picture because I took my girls there and Kelly, and we went there and it's and it's beautiful. It's yeah, amazing, and it's still all like a German, and there's a lot of German. You see all the people; they are like super white with blue eyes and blonde. And, yeah, and, and they speak in German. And I'm, they speak I'm, and they speak German. Yeah. Uh, yes, they speak Argentina too because of the school. But they at their school in that little tiny town, they they have both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what crazy. I saw from this this little town in in Chile is like that. You know, blue eyes, blonde hair, all, all that stuff, and they. They speak both Spanish and they speak fluently German. Yeah, you know? and and now I think Dalio Town is the third biggest uh, Oktoberfest, just because so many tourist people they they go there and just enjoy. Uh, but yeah, it's it's huge. Yeah. yeah, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, man, it's I'm fascinated about like World War Two. Yeah, but like I said, we only have kind of like the point of view from here, the U.S. Yeah, and um, I'm having Dragos come come in. Oh, good. And we're going to talk a lot about, because obviously he's from Eastern Europe. And he has a, probably a lot of stories. About and he has a lot of stories because, you know, he has a lot to say about uh, what's going on with the Ukraine and like Russia and stuff like that. And, you know, all those little, all those countries, they're tiny countries, you know, and they're like basically stuck in between or, or back then they were stuck in between I mean, like Germany and, and Russia. And, like, yeah. and, you know, they were kind of collateral be, in between. And he's Romanian. So he was at one time, he was part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, then they became independent. But uh, before the 90s, uh, they were part of the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so, you know, we we when we talk about history in World War II, and we're like, oh, even the shows that, that you can see on Netflix, you know, World War II in color, or, like, I don't yeah. know if you ever seen I, those. Yeah, I love those. They tell kind of, like, this story, but kind of from one side and always referring to as the allies versus the axis and the allies, including yeah. Russia. Yeah. Not really knowing exactly, sure. well, you know, from the perspective of the Romanian people during that time, you know, how was it really? How was it really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And we think about it as Germans, maybe, you know, obviously they were doing really bad things. Um, but, but we kind of from we, the other side. We kind of think about like their army, their military. We mix it in with you know like the SS and the Gestapo that they were all kind of in charge of like concentration camps yeah. and doing all that stuff. We kind of put them into that same same mix, and and not knowing exactly what was going on in in the military wise, like actual soldiers, you know, fighting in the front against Russians and sure. what what the Russians doing, you know, it's. Yeah, no, I mean, it gets complicated, yeah. you know, and uh, many, many countries, they hate the U.S., right, for uh, participating in every single war and getting involved in every single issue, right? Uh, what does the U.S. have to get involved? Let's say, why did the U.S. have to get involved in Vietnam? They didn't have to be there, yeah, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that the, the U.S. is not getting involved in the war right now, if they if they did in the Ukraine uh, Russia war, that would be insane. Yeah, but then that, that's third world war will start. <laughs> I know, right? We'll all be dead. Yeah, because then China will get involved, and then you have yeah. other countries, and we're like, oh, yeah, crap. It's, yeah, yeah. we don't, we don't need that. Yeah, uh, let them deal with it. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what um what kind of stories he. Oh, he's gonna have he, good ones. Yeah, did he? Was he? Did he move here because of that war or? 
in the 90s or or what? I'm not sure. I, I think I, he has like, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah, I'm ask not, him. I yeah. really don't know. I just kind of know he has a, a background in like in tennis. Yeah. And he said he uh, like, I don't know, grew up or spent a lot of time in Italy. Um, yeah, he speaks like four or five different languages. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, I know. So he spent a lot, of, I think, a lot of time in Italy. He was playing tennis. And then he just said that, you know, his education was more important. And he just followed that. And I guess that kind of brought him here. Uh, I don't know if he was fleeing from from that those conflicts yeah. or, or what that story is like. Um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, and he's he has such a good ear for languages, too, because there's a few times, let's say you and I are speaking Spanish, and he's listening to it. He can repeat what you and I said with no accent at all. And it's insane. Sometimes like I play soccer with him and I talk, I'm talking to Bocha or whatever. Right. And I say something, something in Spanish and he will repeat it with no accent. I'm like what the actual hell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been living here for 20 years and my accent is stronger than ever. I'm like, are you kidding me? I want to lose my accent too for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's crazy, man. It's, yeah, I tried learning French for a little bit and for me, actually it was so when like during class or whatever it was for it was easier for me to translate things to spanish than it was to translate things to english from really? french really yeah so whenever if i had like google translate or something pulled up i would have it from french to spanish um it was just easier to why i think they're also very similar there's I a lot you. of very similarities so it was just easier to the translations to Spanish, they were more fluid than 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 to English. Than, than to English, yeah. So it, I think that it made sense. it it made it a little bit easier uh, to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you don't have an accent in English. I'm, uh, I mean, I yeah. know you came here younger, but uh, I cannot lose my accent. No, <laughs> I need to tell you a story. I don't know, maybe later, but uh, about my accent and and one of my employers what told me to do. But anyway, we can talk <laughs> about it later. Man. Um. Yeah, you know, I feel like even in Spanish, I feel like I still have a, a good act. I haven't lost in uh, my accent in, yeah. in Spanish. Uh, but then we have family that comes over from Mexico and they sound different. Still. They do, yeah. So even though we still have that same Mexican accent, it's a little bit different. And I'm, I don't know if it happens to you when, when your parents come home from, uh, you know, come yeah. visit you. You you have that Argentinian no. accent, but it is, I'm sure it's a it little different. bit different. So right? you know when I can tell is when I actually I go there. So in December I went there, uh, and I was talking to my friends and family. And when they start realizing that I'm talking different than them, I'm like, oh crap! I'm already I'm already losing my Argentinian accent. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Because when my brother started making fun of me the way I speak Spanish, I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna change a little bit. Yeah. It's going oh, to. Or whenever you forget like a, an easy word, or like, how do you like, say that? I'm like, what like, is it? Which like, word it is? Word? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's funny. Uh, my sister, she, so I think she's like the generation to where her and my nephews or my cousin's kids, they're all about the same age. Yeah. You know, my sister, it's four of them. Um, they're all around the same age and she is the only one that you know from what i can tell can speak fluently spanish and that's because she grew up obviously with my parents yeah. who sp spoke span all spanish to her from when she was little so 
she, the first language she learned was Spanish. was Spanish, and then she learned English in school. I mean, yeah. And I think what happened with my cousin's kids, and you know, it's just that they grew up in homes where their parents they spoke English, English. most of the time, so they understand Spanish. I hear them like sometimes speak Spanish, and but it's not that. It's my kids. Those yeah. are my kids. Yeah. Just because Kelly. That's it's not fluent and doesn't speak any Spanish. At home, we speak in, we speak English to the kids. Yeah, uh, yeah, they understand because you know they talk to my mom and dad and 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 they hear me talking to my friends and stuff like that. But I mean, they don't speak back. I mean, yeah, they don't respond to me in Spanish. They're responding in English. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes I'm super jealous when little kids speak Spanish and mine don't. But I'm you know, like, that's my own fault, I guess. Yeah, it's it, but it's hard though, and it, it's it's even hard for me. Um, you know, Gianna grows up with around it's just English because her mom is, doesn't speak Spanish, and it's just we speak in English the whole time. And it's I, easy to com- communicate. Yeah, if you want her to understand something, you just say it in English because you know she's gonna understand you in English, right? Yeah. If you say in Spanish, it's kind of starting all over again. I mean, it's not a good way of thinking, right? Because you have to start some somehow, uh, but in English they understand you, so you're just gonna say it in English. So, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I sometimes I catch myself and I try to like, oh, like I need to speak Spanish. So then I start speaking to her in Spanish, and she's. I think she's starting to understand because she spends a lot of time with my parents. There we go. Or, yeah, or at my parents' house, and all they do is just speak Spanish. To her. Yeah, have your parents babysit all the time. Yeah, so I think that's helped a lot, uh, and she 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 understands them or she seems to understand what they're saying. So that's good. That's but awesome. If I have my parents here, they will be babysitting all the time. Not because of the Spanish, just because I will be like, Pisa, <laughs> I'm out. Having just a one set of grandparents here is just hard because then they're like, you cannot ask them to babysit all the time. So if you have two sets of grandparents, Perfect, I will be yeah. asking them all the time. Well, she only has one set of that's right. grandparents. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's good because... It's not that it's good that they have. And saying that it's it's good that they have my parents. Yeah. She has my parents around because they can speak Spanish. They can speak Spanish. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So that, that'll help. Uh, yeah. I just need to do a little bit better job too. Good luck. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's hard, a, man. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. catch myself. I forget. Yeah. Um, no, and, and, and I hear you and talking to Andres or Ivan or Turco. You speak English to them mm-hmm. most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, and and it's crazy to me because you all speak Spanish. Yeah. Uh, even when I met I met Esteban Turcom, it was a long time ago. He he introduced himself in in English. I was like, what the actual heck? Where are you <laughs> from? Why are you talking to me in, in English? Yeah. You know, and uh, with Bocha you don't do that. You speak Spanish with Bocha because Bocha doesn't yeah doesn't care. He would tell, like talks talk Spanish. Spanish yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, it's... And maybe because you guys were kind of raised here, you guys speak English to each other? Yeah, it's so funny, man, because we, we just switch it up so much. We A lot of things I say, you know, I'd say a couple sentences in Spanish and then just go back to English and then Spanish. Yeah. And not even think about it. And one time I was at Home Depot with, uh, with Eric mm-hmm. Ocampo. Yeah. And... I didn't even know, you know, we were just talking, we were just doing our thing in the Home Depot, we were just talking, whatever, and then this guy comes up to us, and she was like, he's like, that was the most amazing Spanglish I've ever heard in my life, 
It's like you guys were literally speaking Spanish, English, Spanish, English, and back and forth, back and back forth, and back forth. forth. Yeah, and I'm like, like I didn't even like you realize. No, I didn't even yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah. even realize. And it's like, oh crap, but yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, which is it's a mix of both English and Spanish, and we just don't even think about it anymore. I mean, it's it's an awesome and an amazing talent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's super cool to speak just two languages, right? And it's and it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that. It is hard to raise kids speaking the other language when you are speaking English most of the time. Yeah. In a normal setting, you know. <laughs> so I know. Yeah. Um why one thing that I um I don't think I've ever asked you yep. is why goalie? How did the heck did you like decide to be a goalie? Great question. Um That's a great question. Just because probably I, I was horrible on the field. And <laughs> but you're not, though. <laughs> but I was. Um, I, didn't start, I didn't start playing soccer, like soccer, soccer, football soccer, uh, until later on. I went to private school. So I come from a middle, high-class family. Okay. So soccer in Argentina, most people play, right? But I went to private school. I went to private school, and uh, my school didn't play soccer. They played rugby. Ah, okay. So I was raised playing rugby and track and field and things like that. Other than soccer, yeah, we played soccer with friends on the side, but I was not raised playing soccer. Gotcha. So every time I played, I sucked at it. Yeah. And instead of putting me on you know, midfield or forward or whatever, they were like defense or goalie. And... I started playing goalie. I started doing good. Then I switched schools. Still went to private school, but rugby wasn't that big of a sport. And I started playing soccer. And then uh, on a social club, kind of like a neighborhood club, uh, I started being goalie and we playing futsal. Uh, and I was doing good. I was never good with my feet yet uh, with the ball. Uh, but I started saving a lot of balls just because quick reactions and things like that. And then uh, this guy saw me play goalie and was like, "Oh, you should go to, you should go to Banfield. It's a professional team in Argentina. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, they're in the top flight, the top, the top division in Argentina. Yeah, yeah. They were like, you should go and try out. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure, you know. Uh, I was like, no, you should go and try out. I'm like, okay, sure. So I went to try out. I didn't. They didn't call me uh, other. People uh, stayed and I didn't stay, right? Uh, but I kept playing goalie, 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 goalie. And in futsal, it's all quick reactions and stuff like that. And I started getting better playing with my feet and passing the ball and things like that. Uh, and, and yeah, and then stuck. And then that same guy was like, a couple of years later, was like, you need to go and try out again. So I did try out and I, and I stayed. And they called me. And and I played there for three years on the youth divisions of wow. Banfield. Yeah. Um, the goalie at Banfield, uh, he was my sub. He was my sub until they released me. They said, like, Leo, you're too short. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't grow as tall as the other guy did. Yeah, right? you're so not 6'2 like, or 6'3. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> so like, and, and he was so honest. The coach uh, at that time, yeah. you know, it was like I was, what, 16, 17, and he was super honest. He was like, Um, you could be a little better than the other guy, but he's 
I don't know how tall he's six feet or whatever that was. And yeah. you see a picture of him and he's again, he's the, the main goalie of that team. Now he was a river plate uh, uh, and he's an amazing goalie and good friend. We're connected on Instagram, wow. but, um, but yeah, he was, and the, and the, and the coach said like, even with the same qualities or even less qualities, that guy with less qualities than you, we're going to have to pick him. I'm like, Fair enough. Just uh, yeah, it, of physicality. Yeah, it, it broke my heart, but I'm like, I get it. Yeah. I get it, you know? So um, I came here to the U.S. I had a, we came to play a soccer tournament in 1999 uh-huh. uh, here in the U.S. That team did. And the coach at Missouri Baptist University, uh, he was from Argentina, saw me play, but I had two more years of high school. So he saw me play and uh, on multiple tournaments within the San Luis area. We were in McKendry, staying at McKendry University. Okay. We stayed there for two weeks, playing different tournaments. And uh, he said, yes, when you graduate high school, if you're interested, you have a scholarship at Missouri Baptist. And I'm like, while I'm playing for this team, I want to be a professional soccer player. Yeah. Uh, but sure, if, I, if that doesn't pan out, I'll give you a call. He came to Argentina uh, the summer before and that's when they kind of released me and stuff and I talked to him and he was like hey, the offer still open if you want to come to the US we'll give you a scholarship I'm like I don't speak any English and he was like <laughs> we'll figure it out yeah. we'll figure it out and and I did I did I, I had six months because you know like school in Argentina goes different than here we start in March okay. kind of like the beginning of the year Yeah. after December uh, we have the summer that time so it started in March so I had six months until August are here when I finished in December, the school year, my high school, six months doing nothing. It was the best time of my life. I wasn't <laughs> going to school there. I wasn't working. I wasn't, I wasn't playing soccer. I was, it, it was the best time of my life. I was going out every single night with my friends. It was awesome. And, and yeah, I came here uh, on a full ride yeah. at Missouri Baptist University. And yeah, and again, I'm still super short. When I'm five, <laughs> five seven, I didn't grow. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 funny story once one one of the coaches told me that you know like yeah you're sure and i'm like yeah no kidding i i know i'm sure comparing <laughs> other goalies uh, my dad took me to a doctor and and they did they they take a bunch of x-rays and blood work and 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 the doctor was like yeah you're gonna grow like i don't know two more centimeters or whatever that is, right? <laughs> like this much, you know, like, yeah, that doesn't cut in. <laughs> so, <laughs> two so more I, centimeters. I, yeah, I, I knew, I knew that I was never going to be tall and I was already younger, right? Uh, so you're like, yeah, I, I knew that I wasn't going to grow much more even during that time. So yeah. uh, it kind of like messy yeah. that they knew that he was kind of like short, but they gave him, gave him a bunch of hormones or whatever they did. Yeah, they were not going to do that. I think... Yeah. yeah, and even then he's I mean, uh, still what five six, yeah, five seven. Yeah, he's like our height. Yeah, our height. Yeah. So it probably make him our height. But I didn't have that issue, so I don't know if it would have changed anything. You know, so yeah, um, yeah, I don't regret. But anything. I guess in more with an outfield player, that is not that much bigger of an issue than when being you're a, uh, than when you're a goalie. goalie. Yeah, when you're you a goalie, have you have to be taller. Oh yeah, T- taller a little yeah. bit. It doesn't matter how good you are. You have to because. Still today, if you, I mean, you saw me playing uh, in goal now or um, outdoor, right? When there is a, a corner and being short, yeah, you can jump, 
but you're always hesitating a little bit just because you know that someone a little taller than you is going to win that ball with a head. Yeah. It, with Just with the head and me with my hands. They're yeah. going to win the ball or at least challenge me or they could touch it. So me as a goalie, I'm always hesitant when that ball comes from a corner, knowing when I can come out and when not. Sometimes I prefer staying back a little bit because I have more of a quicker reflexes of getting the ball and winning the ball than going for a corner, yeah. right, and crossing and, and catching the ball. So, um, I yeah. mean, it kind of sucks, but... But you try, to, you try to use your whatever you have, which, like in your case, like good reflections and that. Yeah. You're like, okay, well, I would rather use that to my advantage than trying to go up for a ball that I might not win. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And... And you start learning different things, you know, like relying more on the defense and, and stuff like that, like I always do, you know, just placing the defender in the right spot so they you don't have those empty spaces where the ball can go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's huge, right? But uh, you just learn. I made so many mistakes, you know, thinking that I can catch the ball and I don't win. And, you know, you're like, mine! And then the, <laughs> the power comes are like, oops. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. No, I hear you. But if you see, you see professional football right now the goalie doesn't come out very much they stay in goal they don't they don't come out they just rely a lot a lot more in the defender to clearing the ball inside of the small box than actually going and out coming and out. coming out yeah yeah you're right tell me for the next few games that you watch in professional soccer how many times the goalie catches the ball from a corner kick yeah it's not very often yeah, I need to pay more attention to that. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't, and, and most of them are between the, they're right on the line of the small box. So mm. the goalie should come out, right? Like we yeah, were, we that's were the goalie's box. We were, we were taught that, right? Yeah, the small box is the goalie. Yeah, the, the goalie should win that every single time. But there is, they're yeah. not coming out well, as much. I guess because a lot of these defenders now are so big, and yeah, and I mean just. Like more athletic, obviously they're just oh, for sure. you know superhumans, basically. Sure. Um, I mean, but I, yeah, but still, I mean, it's a small box. You always think it's the small box is like the goalie's box. Yeah, that, it's not that small. The, we we think it's small, but it's not that yeah. small. But I'm saying, like, we think sure, about yeah, it. Yeah, as, yeah, like yeah. That's your area. Of, that's your like, area. Whatever it comes around from that area, and more, you have to go get it. And more, if you go get it and they push you around, it's a foul, right? Yeah. Most of the time. So yeah, the goalie should come out, but yeah. Super short. Damn, that's crazy, man. So that's why I start playing indoor more yeah. than outdoor. <laughs> like even to even to the day, people ask me, like, do you want to play outdoor? Like, no. Yeah. It's not because of only the height. Yeah, it's the height. Yeah. I mean, you just, yeah, yeah. And I don't jump as as good as I used to jump twenty years ago, right? Right. I'm not in that good of a shape anymore, so I don't <laughs> want to jump. I don't run as much. I like yeah. indoor. Indoor is easy. Man, so that's crazy. I didn't know you started. Playing like rugby and stuff. Oh, well, yeah. that probably helped you with like the um, reflexes and yeah. stuff, like using your hands. Probably. And being physical and, and, yeah. and not being scared of going after the ball or getting tackled or whatever that is. Yeah, I played rugby and uh, and I was good. I yeah. was good. And uh, my school, I got selected to be represent, you know, the state of Buenos Aires uh-huh. uh, as one of those when I was 13 years old. Wow. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I was pretty decent. But then I switched schools uh, because I wanted to play soccer. Uh, and the school that I went, it was a bilingual school. Yeah. Uh, and I I didn't have time to, to, to play soccer. So, yeah, I switched schools. 
That's awesome. Yep. That's crazy, man. No, no. Insane. Yeah. I wish I could have started uh, taking soccer more seriously when I was... When we were younger. Young, when I was young, because I didn't really start playing uh, soccer uh, until like I was 18. That's insane. 17. Dude, and 18, you're good. And Imagine if you were playing when you were six or seven. Yeah, and before that, you know, I did play one year in my high school, but we were terrible. Horrible. And now it's just, I don't want to play this, man, because we, we just suck. What high school? Parkway? Parkway North. Yeah, and don't they have a good soccer program? Uh, not, not back then. <laughs> not really? Now I'm talking about, what, 15 years ago, 16 yeah. years ago? And and then I did play one time in seventh grade for uh, St. John Bosco. Okay. And uh, we actually won that tournament. Nice. Uh, but other than that, it was... I guess St. Louis has been a good, uh, it's a big soccer town, but I just didn't know that back then. I would always just, you know, outside with my neighbors, we would always play baseball, play hockey, play basketball, play football, everything but soccer. Yeah. You know, soccer. And even when I started playing, I didn't even really want to play because my dad would go play and he kind of like. And your dad is good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he, he, he was good. And he just kind of like threw me in there like, oh, no, you need to play. So that's kind of kind of I, I started playing like on the Sunday leagues, and it just kind of became like a. Dude, you're good. Like that's thing, what that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were to start like early on, and how they teach kids nowadays, dude, you'd be. Yeah, I might have been a little bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> no, you would be. Yeah, I, I think it will. I think I'm pretty athletic, and like I said, I played. I'm pretty decent. the The thing with me is I'm decent, good. Like almost any sport that you you, you do, yeah. I do, you know, whatever sport I I'll play and I'll, I'll be good, but I was never like excellent. Sure, I never excelled in soccer. I never excelled in you know, but I was always pretty good, you know. I didn't, and I think I got that from my dad and my mom. Sure, my mom and she was a national karate champion in Mexico when she was a kid. She can kick your ass. Yeah. She always wanted me when I was a kid, she always wanted me to do karate or do like track and field. That's amazing. She did shot put. <laughs> she did was you tiny. really Yeah, and she was also national champion for shot put. She was got she was um she almost went to the Olympics. That's where you get some of your talents yeah, there. Right? How good you're at sports and things like that. And, yeah. Yeah. And she was always wanted me to do kind of like more of the single type sports Sport, yeah you know where it's you karate but i never wanted to do that i always wanted to do like the team sports yeah and my dad obviously he he almost became pro for uh queretaro you know yeah. gallos yeah because uh, my uncle was playing there he uh he was playing there and uh he's a legend there i mean i saw your dad playing and he was older right yeah and I mean. <laughs> but the, the way the way he moves the ball even still to the day it's amazing yeah I mean, he's really fast and passing the ball and receiving and, and, and turning around. And I mean, yeah. And back then, I wish, like I said, I wasn't that interested in, in soccer. Yeah. And whenever he would go play, because he would go play at the downtown league. That league's been there forever. Sure. I never play there. No? No. It, the, it's, it, the, cra- the fields are crap. <laughs> but that league's, been, that league's been around for a really, really, really long time. We would go play or he would go play over there. And I would just go play with my cousin and, like, the other kids. We yeah. would just go do something else. I never really got to see him play, play. 
and like actually pay attention to like what he was doing just because I wasn't that interested. Yeah. And it sucks because like from what I hear from everyone else, like yeah, he was, he was good. good. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. Fun. Yeah, man, it's, it's like, that's kind of like one of the things that I wish I wish I, I could have. And what the way, you know, having like little kids right now, right. That they're going through the soccer program. It's insane. The amount of, uh, moves that they teach these little kids in Argentina, they don't teach that shit. In Brazil, they don't teach all the different moves that they're learning. Right now, you know, if you go to my youngest one, she's 80 years old, and she's fucking amazing. Uh, the coach puts so much emphasis in all of the different moves. Everybody has their own ball, uh-huh. right? And they teach all these moves. So about 30 to 45 minutes of the practice is all moves. You do the Maradona is the way, you know, yeah. the way how he turns the ball. And uh-huh. you do scissors and you do like V-turn and L-turn and hop-chop and, and they have Rivellino and the Cruyff. And, uh-huh. and they all have these names from famous <laughs> soccer players. And I'm like, what the actual heck are those moves? You know, like, show me. Yeah. Uh, and they're amazing moves. And you see an 80-year-old moving the ball better than me. And I'm like, that's amazing. We don't we don't teach that that in Argentina, in Argentina, in Brazil, or in Mexico. We just learn from the street and probably using the imagination and playing with our friends. And but the, I think the U.S. is going to be really good in about twenty years. You think so? I, I think so because they're putting so much emphasis and stuff like that. Yeah, eventually they're going to have to problem solve by themselves, you know, on the field and and, yeah. and be creative instead of being so uh, but that's how the US is run right you you follow rules and and eventually yeah you have become creative right in practice it's so strict you have to do these moves and you have to do they call it the shifty seven it's like seven straight moves in a game you don't do that yeah if you do seven moves in a game within 10 seconds somebody's gonna come and walk you from behind you don't do seven straight moves, right? Somebody's gonna come and hit you. But uh, no, I think I think the US in twenty years, I think it's gonna be one of the top teams. One of the I don't know top teams, but competing. Well, you would think because competing. Yeah, you you'd think so because if you take a look how diverse the United States, we literally have blood from all these countries that. You know, historically are great at soccer. Argentina, sure. Brazil, Mexico. European. Eh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But um, it's just like a melting pot. So you would think like, man, you know, the U.S. should have the best team because we just have all this diversity and yeah. from all these great countries that create that have great teams. You know, I think, you know. I, it's expensive. It's expensive, one. And I also think the why i don't i don't agree so much with what you're saying it could it's possible from what i've seen from some of the coaching that i've done yeah it's just that these kids have so many options it's like oh well i'm playing soccer right now and then you know next season i'm playing baseball and then i'm playing so in our countries there are more you do developing it's just soccer because it's the cheapest one and all you need is a ball and a bunch of your friends and you know sure. and you don't even need a ball you know you get a, a, a freaking a, a can something you can kick around right and it just becomes a passion and that's what 
all these kids want to do. And, and, and I think here the problem is that they, we just don't have that. I mean, um, I mean, you can see in kids. I'm, I'm just going to give you my daughter as an example. Yeah, soccer is her passion, and she wants to do it every single day, yeah. right? On Sunday, she had a game, uh, and then she had an elective practice that she wanted to go or not. It's called technical training, and she wanted to go. And then she wanted to go to another practice called finishing school that teach you how to shoot to the goal, right? Different techniques, like inside part of your foot, outside, volley, yeah. left foot, right foot. I mean, her left foot is a hundred times better than mine. I don't yeah. even, I can't even stop the ball <laughs> with my left foot, right? Uh, so you do have that passion on some kids. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to the expensive when I said earlier, because it is expensive and a lot of talented kids cannot afford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's a very I'm paying, pay to play. I'm paying $2,000 for just one kid to play for the whole year. Yeah. Uh, amazing practices, great coaches, uniforms, tournaments, but it's $2,000. How yeah. many people can afford Two thousand dollars, yeah, as a as a, to play a sport. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, it's so, a lu- like a luxury. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you have a lot of good athletes here in the U.S., big, strong, mm-hmm. uh, but can they afford two thousand dollars? Yeah, for training. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It it should be it'll be interesting, like you said, in the next 10, 20 years. I, that's what I think. But where where it'll be? Hopefully, it's you know I. I I guess just because it's a family thing, I root for Mexico every time, you know, I for root, soccer. And I root like, for Argentina. Argentina. Even though I've lived here for more than half my life. Yeah. You know, I've lived here for 25 years. You yeah. know, I only lived in Mexico until I was eight. So yeah. I, I basically grew up here. It's And I, I root for the U.S. also when, when placed. But if Mexico plays the U.S., I oh, root for Mexico. You're gonna, yeah. But I think it's just more of a... It's a cultural a thing. A cultural thing that my parents passed on to me. Yeah. Because when I was little, that was like, okay, you know, I, I need to do that. So I, I really hope that the U.S. becomes a like a superpower in, in terms of soccer. Because it should. It, I mean, we have all, one, all the resources. Two, all the people, man. I'm telling you, like, yeah, you, you have people from every Everywhere, part of yeah. the world, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, th- I think it will... Again, the training, and I know you coach, uh, and I see it. I don't see other countries coaching the way they're coaching here. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it. We, yeah, we coach more like on the passing and the receiving and positioning and things like that. But the individual and the moves and and feeling comfortable and taking on someone in front of you, it, it goes a long way. Yeah, eventually you're going to have to pass and be in the right position, right? You can teach that. But feeling comfortable with the ball? But you don't think that those kinds of things, like you said, the moves and all that stuff, um, you don't think that kind of comes with the, the natural talent of someone? And then... For example, like Messi, yeah, perfect example of like that guy was born to play soccer. Yeah, but does he do a ton of moves like Ronaldo does or Neymar does? No. Like Caesars? Have you ever well, seen Messi do even, Caesars? Even those guys. Yeah, but the, he he Messi was never that kind of like a showboater. Yeah, but let's talk about Neymar. Yeah, that he does all that. He's always done that. That's always been kind of like a natural thing That's for him. His thing. That's his his style, right? Yeah. 
But what's made him a superstar is not just that. It's just that what he actually needed to be taught, which is the positioning and when to make runs and when to make... Like You don't think that's more important than... That is important. I'm not saying no, but uh, feeling comfortable with the ball and and don't being shy about doing those moves on the field, it goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, given that confidence. Given that confidence, yeah. Yeah. All, all, all the other stuff is going to come, right? You're eight years old, nine years old, and already know how to do a Cruyff, a Rivalino, whatever they call it, L-turns, yeah. a V-turns, and double V, and hop chop, and you know, like all the other stuff is going to come. Yeah. And I was saying you know, earlier about that, like I don't know because of like all these other options that these, you know, these kids play or, or have, and then yeah. they do is just because of some experiences. I, I, was, I coached, uh, this is about five years ago, I coached this team, uh, I don't know if you know them, the club Ajax. Yeah. So I was coaching the, the O1s and o, O2s. So they were about 17 years old sure. around the time, right? 16, 17. So they're at the they're at an age where, you know, if you're not excelling at that sport, it's probably not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You know, and one of the things that caught my eye was, you know, some of the kids would come up to me and they're like, like, hey coach, like, do you think I could, you know, play in college and, and things like that? And I'm like, Well, besides these two practices that we have, you know, during the week. You need twice to be, a week. You need to be doing more. And the the, the, the game that you have on the weekends, like how much do you practice? Like, oh well, it's just uh, you know, on 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 Mondays and blah, I have a uh, um, what's that sport with the lacrosse lacrosse practice, and then I'm like, there we go, yeah. Well, there you go, man. You know, if, if you don't take this a hundred percent to this is what you want to do, and you want to go to the next level and play college, then this needs to be your focus. Yeah, I, you I, know I, what I, I mean. And, and I some, agree. And I a lot of kids, that. and a lot of kids were would miss practice because. They had lacrosse practice or they had whatever other sport they were doing while Gymnastics doing or whatever that is. Yeah. Other sport that they were doing while doing soccer as well. And it's just like, well, you know, there you, there go. you go. There you go. That's uh, and I agree on that sense. Right. Uh, if if you're committed to that one sport and that's what you want to do. But again, kids are different, different kids, different lifestyles. Right. And different choices. Uh, a lot goes with the parents too. yeah. Parenting's. And 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 you see it, you know, uh, my twelve year old hates soccer, and she's playing because I make her right. Yeah. <laughs> because they're like, you have to play a sport. You're twelve years old. You have to do one sport at least. Yeah. Uh, my eighty year old loves it, and she's obsessed. She will never skip practice. She wants to be at practice fifty minutes before so she can do juggling. She made me buy um, a soccer tennis net so we can play soccer tennis inside the house when it's cold outside. Uh, she's obsessed she's, with it yeah. right we have five soccer balls in the house and she's kicking and breaking stuff <laughs> but that's all she wants to do yeah. so different kids are different mm -hmm. and you can see that right if you're 16 and you're doing that many sports and then asking you do you think i can play in college or like well you're doing three other sports right yeah you have to um but that's the thing here though is that if most of um professional players like football like professional football all, players baseball players basketball they all played all the sports in and so when they were you know younger in high school whatever and it's just it's so weird that for some reason 
I don't know why it, it I don't think it really translates to soccer. I think soccer you had to commit. It's a very different it's a sport like any other sport, you know, team sure. but I think it's just it's so much different than all the other sports in terms of mentality, in terms of ability. It's just you're playing with your feet, you know. Yeah. It's <laughs> everything's done with your feet and your mind. Yeah. And where in football if you're 300 pounds, huge you could probably play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're it's, fast and you can tackle somebody. Yeah, I mean, and I've seen so many people. Yeah, that are super athletic, super athletic. You know, they're amazing football players. You know, and I would see this all the time in high school and like all these guys that you know they were huge and they were amazing athletes. And we would play soccer and PE or something like that. And they were know. terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah. You know, it's just like soccer is a completely I it think, is a different, different, yeah, a whole different beast. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but watching these little kids again, it, it amazes me just because I, I'm, I'm from. I mean, I played soccer my whole life, right? Uh, yeah, I was playing rugby before, right? But we in Argentina and Mexico, you play soccer with your friends all mm-hmm. the time. You cannot. Mm-hmm. You, might not take it serious, but you're playing soccer, right? Yeah. Uh, but seeing these 80-year-olds do things with the soccer ball, it freaking amazes me. Yeah. 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 Because, it's I mean, amazing. I play with my friends, and, and none of my friends could do the things that these 80-year-olds do with the ball. Yeah. At least the kids that I'm watching through my daughters, right? Uh, it's insane. I throw the ball up in the air, and she kills it. And I was like, you're eight. <laughs> yeah. How can you kill the ball and time it perfectly? Yeah. She juggles, and I'm like, I didn't learn how to juggle until I was 12, 13. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, that's good, man. Like, I'm, I'm really happy and excited that, you know, she has that passion for it. And, and it, it, it kind of yeah. sounds like she has that natural ability as well. You know, it comes natural, like learning all these things. It almost like, you know. And it, I think wanting something goes a long way too right oh, I mean, yeah. right because that's all she wants and that's she obsessive with something and she wants to do it and 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 works hard for it because that's all she wants yeah uh, other kids my they're different like my again my oldest she hates sports and she <laughs> she's happy doing other stuff like modeling, modeling you, yeah. you met her and she's very good at it you know yeah. she's very pretty it's girl. just different passion she's a very cute pretty girl she can be a model, you yeah. know, but um, she hates sweating. She hates running. <laughs> she getting dirty. Getting dirty. Yeah. She was like, if this was a fashion show, I would be all for it. But you, <laughs> soccer uniforms are horrible. So, you know, they're different kids, and yeah, nothing just, you can do about it. Yeah, different passions. Yep. Um, give me a second. I'm gonna go grab this other glass so we can try this one. I want you to try this one, and if we put them in here. I feel like it'll um, the smell. You won't get. The oh smell. yeah, you you can still smell the yeah the tequila. Yeah, yeah. and I've and I've and I've done that before. So just give me one second. Yeah, you're good. Right Do you want sing. me to sing while I? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I can sing. Yeah. So. The... Um, see, I tried it. Oh, here, maybe these are the ones you're talking about. Maybe these. Like a little wider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were bigger, yeah. Yeah, bigger. (laughs) No, but like a bigger... These are nice.
but I've had these headphones for Thank you. when they came out, like, I don't know, 12 years ago, 15 years, whenever the first Beats came yeah, out. Yeah, they're your lucky headphones, so keep using them. Yeah, and they work great. Yeah. And they're falling apart, but they sound great, you know, so, um, but. No. Um, it's like me and my Corolla. I'm never going to sell my car. <laughs> it doesn't matter how rich I am, how much money I make. I'm never selling my Corolla. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So don't make me sell my Corolla like Bocha. Bocha tells me all the time, sell your car, sell, sell like your car, sell your car. You hear that sound? Like, it's yeah. really, like, super loud. I think it's because it's the glass. Glass with glass. Um, I try this one. I think you'll really... Am I going to like this one better than the other one? I don't know, man. It's the people that I've... Like, I introduced it to my parents. It's sweeter. Yeah. The smell is sweeter. Yeah. And so it's close, it, man. It's, is, is that why people like it? Because it's sweeter, so, the smell? Yeah. The, sweet, yeah, the sweetness of it. It's definitely sweeter. Yeah, you, you can smell it. Yeah, way sweeter. Yeah. Way, way, way sweeter. <laughs> this is candy. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's it, it's a good change between the other one that it was kind of like a spice to it, and uh -huh. this one is sweet. Sweet. Yeah, this it's is like good. a candy bar. My parents are obsessed with this one right now. I showed them this one. Yeah. Yeah. Addictivo tequila? Addictivo, yeah. Yeah, it is very addicting. Yeah. It's, very, it's good, man. It's close to be one of my favorites. It's top three. Dude, this is good. Yeah. And maybe it's because of that sweet. I don't know why. It's, I, so um, it was this smell that I keep, you know, getting, and I think it's maple syrup. I really think it's maple syrup. I don't know. It's good. Yeah. I might like this one better than the other one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you, man. It's good. But I'm telling you. But I don't know if you can have a lot of this because, again, it's sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the other one, it's more... Have, yeah. What happens if somebody comes to you and says, like, can you put an ice cube? Do you want to kill him? No, no. Do people put ice yeah, cubes in yeah, tequila? Yeah, a lot of people, yeah. Um, ice cube or keep them chilled, you know? Yeah. Uh, I like it. It's fine, but I like it more neat because I think you can taste you can more taste better, yeah. more of the flavors that are there, and I think you lose some of that whenever when you it gets di chilled, di diluting mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, and it gets more. Um, um, how do you say como espeso? Um, thick. Yeah, a little thicker um, when it gets cold. So someone told me that I think I told you a while ago. So one of my all all jobs, eh, I was working with this. Eh, Mexican people company and they came to visit from Mexico to here and they brought me this good tequila. I don't even remember the bottle, right? Mm -hmm. And the guy, they were two brothers and one of the brothers said, and they brought me a Mexican jersey that I have. It is, it's really nice Mexican jersey. I need to show it to you. Um, and he said, like, after you try to put it in the freezer and I was like, what do you mean? And you're like, put it in the freezer. It's going to get a kind of like a honey Mm -hmm. Thick like honey, and the way it tastes tastes really good. And the brother was like, "Don't do that. Don't you dare to put the tequila in the freezer." 
So you have the two Mexicans saying one Fighting put in the freezer, yeah. but I want like don't yeah. you dare. And, and I've had it like that, and it's good because uh, it's really chilled. It's cold. Yeah. It's nice. So, but I think it loses a lot of the the taste. Uh, the taste. You can't, you know, when it's neat like that, it's you. You taste everything. Sure. You get all the notes. You get, you know, and personally, I like them like neat. natural. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Neat. No, uh, I like it a lot. Yeah. Good, I like it. Yeah. How, how much is a bottle of Toa? That one's actually not that bad. That one's like a hundred bucks. Expensive, not. It's super, not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah, but it's also not you know super expensive. Yeah, that is gonna break your yeah. Yeah. The bank. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Right now, I've been really loving this one. I like the lead. Yeah, the so top. that one is. I guess it kind of give you an extra shot. When oh, it's a, that's what I was saying. Like, it's an actual whiskey, yeah, tequila. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, I'll show you. Um, if you open it, so you can take that. Yeah. So I guess when you're done, you have an extra shot. But I think what it's meant for is to give you what a shot is. So you, I think you open this you thing open up, that. and then you just flip it. Oh, that's amazing! And it'll flip. Yeah, and it'll fill it up. That's a cool. And yeah, I think that's what it's for. Um, yeah, keep it there. Yeah, so I'm just gonna keep that one, kind of yeah. leave it for, um, I guess as the last shot. Yeah, the the last one I take. Um, but yeah, my my parents are, my grandma, dude. It's <laughs> they're obsessed with this one right now. It's really good. Yeah, it's really really good. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I like this one though. I, like I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Yeah, I'm telling you. I think I, it, I'm a little more biased. Because of just the the Código. With the Código and I like their brand and I like the I love the tequila, don't get me wrong. Um but I think yeah. I'm a little bit more biased because because, because of, that. of that. Yeah. Um I just really like the brand. No, I and the one that you gave me what was that? Five, six years ago, seven years ago? That Rosa one? The Código Rosa? Yeah, Rosado? it's been a minute. Hey, it was so good. Yeah. And my all my in laws. They freaking, loved it. They freaking finished the whole bottle. I took it to <laughs> Iowa for a Thanksgiving or yeah. something, and they freaking finished it. Yeah, yeah. I need to get closer to the microphone. The yeah, it's it's with time. I this these kind of microphones are more of so. There's like two different kinds of microphones. Yeah, and uh, one like dynamic, I think, and that one kind of picks up more of the ambient noise. Yeah, and these are more like a compressor. Okay. So, which means that they don't pick up much that much no, uh, ambient noise from like other directions. So you kind of have to though get closer, to get it. a little yep. bit closer to it. Yeah. But uh, it's it's fine. I can hear you fine. That's awesome. Um, hey, are you gonna talk about the penalty kick that you missed? Man, on Sunday, bro. I was. I didn't want to kick it. First of all, I I don't blame you because I wouldn't not kick it. I was like, no, I, I didn't want to kick wanna it. Kick I was it. nervous. I'm like, nope. So I was asking everybody. I asked Turco. Uh, Why did Mac? Kick one because he has a big shot. He didn't want to. Why? He has he, a big shot. I would just didn't. I think it's an English thing because the. <laughs> Do you see the goal that he scored in the first half? Yeah. I mean that was an amazing goal. I was like, dude, if I have that shot, I would be kicking the penalty kick. Yeah. The time. So I asked. The first person I asked was Turco. You know, I was. You know, I'm trying uh, trying to understand roles. Obviously, he's one of our best players. Turco gets scared. He got scared. Yeah. He's just. You know. He was scared. I asked him. He was like, uh, no. no. <laughs> He wasn't even like really saying no. He was just like uh, uh, <laughs> just shaking his head. 
Um, and then I go to Mac. Yeah. And he's like, nah, nah. And then I go to Luke, uh, Lucas, like these guys, and like nobody wants to kick it. And I'm just like, crap, I'm, I'm going to have, gonna have, I'm to-, gonna have to kick it, but I'm already, you know, yeah. nervous. I don't want to <laughs> kick it. And it's just like, <sighs> and the whole time, the whole time, like all the other shots are taking place in yeah. my head. I'm like, okay, where am I going to kick it? Where am I going? So I'm already in a bad state of uh, yeah, 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 mind yeah, yeah, state, yeah. M- mindset. And I'm just like, yeah, I went up to the ball. I didn't even look at the goal. You tried crossing it. As yeah, a, I tried kicking it hard. And- yeah, I tried to kick in it hard, and I tried to kick it more to like one side, hoping that he would dive to the other side. Yeah, and I think if he would have dove to the other side, it would have gone in because sure. it was more towards. Yeah, the right. yeah, it, it was closer to to the right to your right to to the goalie's left. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, man, it's just I wasn't very confident and going up there. I, I would. Looked at the ball, I set it down. I didn't even look up at the goal. <laughs> I and get scared too. I would have never. Y me cagué. I, <laughs> I mean, I would have taken a shot, and I scored a bunch of PKs. Uh, but I would have been the last resort, you know, when everybody else had shot one. I was like, okay, I guess I'm taking the last one. Yeah. Uh, and I've shot penalties before. You, you know? shot penalties, yeah, and I've made them, and it's just, yeah, man, I was just, I mean, really nervous. Happens. I mean. That goal is small, right? I mean, it's indoor. We are very close. So from the goalie standpoint, the ball looks so close. They were like, oh, crap, this is a goal no matter what. But looking it from the other side, from the shooter, because I was standing by it, then it was like, oh, crap, the, the, the goal looks small. Yeah. And then yeah. the goal is right there standing <laughs> in the middle. So you have the goalie saying, oh, my God, the ball is so close to me. And then the shooter... Uh, the the one taking it or like oh crap that goal looks so small yeah. and the goal is standing right there or like it's hard yeah. from both sides yeah man it's but once again you saved our ass saved I, me man <laughs> th- that's what I say or like I'm good for one save I'm good for one save I'm so glad that was the saved and not one of the earlier ones but yeah uh, yeah we were lucky that the guy missed. Yeah, I don't know how high he shot. It wasn't that high. It was. Did he hit the the, the red part of the of the crossbar or the yellow yeah. part? Uh, kind of like in the middle, but you know it's not very thick. It's not. Very it's thick. about what a foot. Yeah, a foot thick, and then it's the the net. Yeah. So it, it wasn't. He didn't miss by that much. Like he didn't like sky it all. I mean, like, you know, but it's pretty close. I mean, we're. But it's yeah. I mean, just to yeah to miss it like that, it's. it's it's hard. Yeah, and did Ivan hit the post and then went in? Or no, that was Cis. Oh, that was Cesar. Cesar. Yeah, that hit the post and then kind of like went in. Where did Ivan hit it? He hit first and he oh. hit it uh, to the... It was also kind of like mid-height. Okay. And he hit it to the left of the goalie and the goalie dove Don't to the it. right. Okay. We know that if Andres was there, he was going to miss too, right? <laughs> Andres would have missed for sure. <laughs> for sure would have missed it. Or he would have not taken one. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, that's. I mean, I missed it. It, it sucks, man. Yeah, it's hey, like I was just like, oh my god. Like, if Messi and Ronaldo game. miss penalty kicks, why can't you miss a penalty kick? True, right? true. But at that moment, it's just it's such a downer because oh. you feel like you let your team down, and you feel like, man, we could because, not lose. Because if you would have scored, we would have gone through. Uh, Were you the fifth? I was a fourth. So if I would have scored, 
then it, we were pretty much through because then because they already had missed the one. Yeah, they would have had to made that one. So they there was it would have been more pressure on more them pressure on them. Yeah, to make it. Yeah, yeah. Who was the fifth? Was Lucas the fifth? Uh, Cesar. Cesar was the fifth. Yeah, Lucas was the sixth. Oh, he was the extra shot. Yeah, right? he he made that. He made it, and then the other guy, their the, sixth. Yeah, was the uh, the guy that that missed. I mean, I was I was kind of like hesitating too because I didn't have a good game. And I didn't, I didn't feel like I had a good game, right? I think the second goal, it was a mistake between uh, Erling and myself, uh-huh. not communicating. And, I mean, what he did, I told him to clear and he didn't, right? But I should have been there to save it. But the first one, I kind of touched it too. I was trying to cover most of the goal and it touched my, my heel and went in through the first post but I, I was having a good game right so then the penalty comes and i'm like i know i can save one yeah i can save one but when i started going for it i was kept getting the wrong way every single time i would dive left the guy should ride i dive right the ball goes left so i'm like come on just pick one that goes to your side yeah just one just one and that was it yeah <laughs> that was man just that was such one. a relief man Oh, we we no, we should have won that game by a lot. The goalie was good. Yeah. However, how many we missed a lot. How many goals did we miss? We missed a lot. Yeah. I had one where it hit the top post, the the top thing. Yeah. And it so uh it hit my chest and I volleyed it and it just like missed by it hit the corner. I'm like, "Oh my Are god, like I couldn't me? believe it." And then Lucas had like three of those. Um, and man, it's just it wouldn't go in. It was one of those things. It, yeah, it wasn't like the goalie was making good saves, but not that many. But we were hitting the boards every single time. Yeah. I'm like, are you kidding me? Just one goal, go in. Yeah, and I don't think they had that many shots. Right? They haven't. They they probably had the two goals. I saved one on the second half with my leg. I was come, I came across and touched my leg, uh-huh. uh, and maybe one more. They didn't have that many. They didn't have that many. No. And um, I mean, they were all defending because they were not even pressuring pressuring us when we had the ball on the back. The defenders and myself, we had plenty of time to make good passes or kick it long. They were not pressuring us, no. so they stayed back. Their play was just play it to that big guy. Yeah, um, that was that was their their game plan. It's just we'll sit back and we'll just play it long to to him. And I mean, the good thing the good thing that we were doing that actually. It, it helped us a lot is that we were pressuring them yep. and they were trying to play those long balls. And the goalie, the goalie couldn't even kick. He yeah. kicked the net more times than... And that, but that's because we were pressuring, pressuring them. Yeah. So we didn't give them that much time to try to play those long balls. So yeah. they're like, they would get the ball and they would see one of us coming like, oh crap, I, I got to make that pass to this guy. And it would hit... How many times did they hit the net? A million. A million times. Yeah. And that's because we kept because pressuring. We pressuring. If we weren't pressured, that guy would have gotten more balls and he would have he yeah. would have been more more trouble. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, again, we should have won that game. Oh yeah, for sure. Easier, yeah. and I know we complicated ourselves a lot more, but uh, yeah, we should have won. Yeah, yeah. I know we play Aguilas. Yeah, we should definitely win that one. You know, I, I don't want to talk them down. But I did. I didn't play against them. Either games, like both games. Oh, I think I played the first one. I don't even remember what was the score, but. The last one, eh, I didn't show up. My kids had practice or whatever, and yeah. Yeah, I mean... What was the final score of the last game? 
four zero. Okay. Um, and then the first time we played them, it was. Uh, no, no, no! It wasn't four zero. They, I think it was like four two. The last game. Yeah. Are they good? No, I mean they're not. It's I mean just, they just beat the, the number one team. Yeah, I mean we should have been the number one team. I saw the points, how many games we won, and we won more games and lost less games that than everyone than uh, uh, RR United. Yeah, yeah. So we should have finished first. We should have uh, on paper. We finished first. You know, by that it's yeah. we, we were first. Yeah, but because they took those points away because of the meetings and stuff. Which sucks, man, because I think you get a trophy for winning the the first place league. Yeah. You get like a kind of like, you know. That's okay. You know what? The winner of the league never wins the tournament, the yeah. playoffs. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Every time we play with Mob, we never finish first. Yep. And the time we did finish first, we, we lost. lost. Yep. You're right. So, you know what? I don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> it's fine. We'll, we'll nobody remembers who finished first. Who won the, the whole thing. Yeah, the league. It's all about the playoffs. Yeah, the playoffs. <sighs> yeah, man. It's, yeah. it's been a long time since we won one. I know. It's been a long time. It's been a, it's we, been a minute. So, I didn't play with you guys last year. Right? Or did uh, I play with you? Yeah, you did. No, no, no. I didn't You didn't. No, uh who played? Who was the goalie? Erling. Erling was the goalie? Yeah. And then uh, the year before that, you kind of played. Like, but then COVID happened. Yeah. And, then, and you, did, uh, you stopped yeah, going. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't. Kelly and my dad and, was the yeah. one uh, playing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what was... Oh, we were already in playoffs, right? We were about to go to playoffs? Because we were already in March when everything closed in, in March, April. Uh, so we were kind of playoffs? And then they moved the playoffs? No. Uh, what happened? I'm trying to remember what. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, he he stopped the the games for, yeah, for like a month. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, we came to playoffs and we lost uh, in the semifinal, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then last year, you guys lost on the final. Last week, we lost in the final. That sucks, dude. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, man. And we haven't been able to to win one. Let's win this one. I know. It's We're due. We're yeah, due we're for, d- yeah we're, we need to win. We're due for we a win. We need to win. We need to win. We need to win. Man. Yeah. So oh, We got to get it, man. I know. And half of the team is oh, not half. Four, three guys? Four guys? Three. And Bocha? Three, Bocha. Three plus Bocha. And then, well, then Alfredo is might be out because he hurt his knee. I know. So that's four people, five people. We'll be okay. So we'll be okay. Uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll, be, we'll okay. be good. Yeah. We win like like Man, like Manny said, we just need to go out and and play like play we're our the game best team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. we've been good. We kind of had like a rough patch there for a second, and we always do. And after that, man, I think after like the winter break, we just came back and we just been yeah. killing it. We yeah. haven't lost. We haven't lost. And we haven't tied. We just we've won every single game. So we just gotta keep that two more games, man. For sure. Two more games. That's that's it. Two more games. Yeah. And then they they put a game on Easter Sunday. Are you like, are you kidding me? I know, dude. I thought like Mexicans celebrate Easter. What the <laughs> heck? 
No, I know. So, um, listen, man. Well, yeah, I really appreciate you coming. Coming Thank out, you. it was fun. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is my yeah. first podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, man. Um, I'd love to have you. Uh, have you back? Yeah, uh, I sometime. Have, I have so many more things to tell you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just. <kidding. laughs> um. Yeah. So. Thanks again. Um. And. We'll we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. Sounds good. I love it. See ya. See ya.